Blog Talk Radio. Necessarily, but just type in your URL one of www.theclowntimes.net. That's clowns go over K, by the way, and you'll be able to find me on Facebook just after the fool and whatnot, and be a snarky and everything else. Just do a search for the Clown Times again. That's clowns go over K. You'll be able to find me there. Well, uh, this is a special podcast, and I know I haven't been with y'all for the past month, but I've been busy and just just messing around watching football and being mad at the Steelers and. Mad that the Cowboys winning. Speaking of which, we're going to talk about some Dallas Cowboys football tonight and Texas Longhorns. This is the State of Texas Football Podcast. Uh, I got my man on the phone. He's my one of my closest friends in college. Also, the one of the most prolific Matt dads of all time. His girlfriend might not want to hear that, but anyway, uh, he's Spencer Earl. And um, let's welcome him. Spencer. What's up, brother? What's up, brother? Are you on the Jared Blue Drink or what? No, I'm not going to go to any type of hallucinatory drink or substance. Uh, that's that's similar to the, the syrup and uh, <laughs> like that, that, that elixir that they drink at Jonestown. What was that? Uh, uh, it's like the purple drink, but it's blue because Jared and the Cowboys are America's team. You can't deny it, man. Once you drink the Jared oh, drink, we're going to the Super Bowl every year. And we're just going to do a oh, shot of fire real quick and tell you how bad the Steelers suck. <laughs> it's all good. It's a we're just going to get that off the top. We're just going to get off the top. Oh, They've always God. sucked. They're in a small conference. Oh, I even called them a conference. No, they're guess not, what? They need to be in college. <laughs> they're weak. It's horrible. Dude. It's horrible. Everybody's Dude. jumping on, as much as everybody's like jumping on the Cowboys bandwagon. Dude, as much <laughs> as I like to agree with you, I might you might hear a gunshot at the end of the podcast. That's me blowing my brains out uh, because <laughs> because because I have to admit that Dallas is actually good. It's actually good this year. What the hell is going on here? Like in the words of Vince Vince Vince, Vince Lombardi, what the hell is going on out there? Really? Okay, okay, okay. But anyway, okay. First of all, the Cowboys the Cowboys have been yeah. doing and building a team the right way. We finally got Jerry to get out of his own way, let his son right. Steven pick the team, you didn't notice that we picked our whole all of our first round picks over the last couple of years have been offensive linemen. Why? To protect right. Tony Romo. Right? Right. Right. Tony Romo is the most <laughs> figure I mean he, he everybody wants to jump on Tony Ben Tony Benright, but he guess what? He is just simply the best quarterback that's ever been in the fourth quarter, statistically. He's had to do it himself. 
Really? Yes, he's got to do it himself. He doesn't have any receivers. I don't see any Terrell, Terrell Owens sightings. He had to do it himself. <laughs> so now, oh, thank about God. This, 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 I got you. I got you. Okay. Got I'm it. like, thank God Tony Romo hurt his back last year. Because guess what that oh, made him do? Wow. That's mean. That, that means he had to get some Acrite juice. God came down to his team <laughs> and told his players <laughs> that oh, he needs Acrite juice, right? He touched Gerald, oh. he touched Steven, and he touched Tony Romo and said, y'all need some Acrite. So I'm going to let Romo get hurt. <laughs> so then the next year he's not he's going to use his brain and his arm okay. and he's trying to run it all the time and throw it, but let somebody else run it. It's DeMarco divine Murray. intervention. <laughs> DeMarco Murray, what about oh, it? Divine intervention. Divine you know intervention. It's God's Speaking of divine intervention, I'm going to say a quick prayer right quick. For Jan Spencer, Lord, like for he does not know. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, God, Lord, I'm down, y'all. Oh, my God. God. This is going to be hilarious. God helped Jared build the stadium so all y'all other people can come to a destination venue where it's in their backyard all day, every day. You know what? Y'all come down to Jerry World just to pay to watch the TV. I ain't never seen that in my whole entire life. I'm going to fly. I was going to ask you that question. I was going to ask you oh. that, bro. What's up with all those visiting fans that fucking crowd up the state? I mean, I mean, when they play Houston, Roma had to go to the silent count. What's up with that? Okay. Bottom line is, bottom line is, nobody okay. cares about Houston. Nobody, nobody's going to go to that game, number one. Number one, why, 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 would, why would we waste our money to go to a Houston game, okay? It's Houston. It's, it's, our, little, it's our little third, second cousin from a first wife. I don't know where that came from. Oh, okay? <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Nobody wants to go see the Texans. So we said, okay, Houston, you can come to Dallas and see what a real stadium looks like, and that way we can oh, sell my. our tickets at 300% versus face value. Okay, we'll put that kitchen point so we had a little problem. Not everybody was on the blue drink. Now everybody's on the blue drink down here, Scott. You just don't understand. You don't understand. We're going to the Super Bowl. We're going to win the Dude. Super Bowl. And it's all because God has came uh-huh. down and said it today, this year. Oh, my. Are you Dr. Ward or something? That's an inside joke, by the way, folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we the are people the in the chosen know, team. know who Dr. Ward is. Yeah. Yeah. We won't yeah. go we there. We are the chosen <laughs> team. I'm telling you. Y'all don't oh understand. Everybody, came out, everybody tried to come out and say, oh, Denver's more popular. No, they're not. No, they're not. What's up with that poll anyway? I, I see. Even, even I agree with you on that one. I mean, I don't know. Denver? Really? I don't yeah, know about that. Yeah. I don't know what type of metrics well, they're used for that one. You know, you know. bottom line is they got hyped up because they've got Peyton, and Peyton can throw 500 yards a game, and Peyton can throw three, four touchdowns, but Peyton can't win the big game. He only won, how many have you won? Right. One. One? One? Just one Super Bowl, bro. One more than oh, Dan Dan Marino. <laughs> yeah, one more than Dan Marino, but, yeah, it's the same thing. Oh, Peyton may have a great, great, great season. Come postseason, he's a choke artist, man. I'm just going to tell you straight out. I mean, if he was on the Cowboys, he might win. He might he might have won. Oh, my God. So you can't be on you the sure Cowboys. You sure he won't be cursed? <laughs> oh, no, no. See, see, I would expect that coming from a lesser individual football status as yourself as a Pittsburgh fan. Oh I would my expect God, you anyway. to come down and try to berate the beloved Cowboys. <clears throat> okay, okay, beloved. I got you. 
And like, yeah, you were, you have exactly. you 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 one thing. Y'all touched. You're right about that. No. No, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm going to just throw some more divine intervention on you, bro. Divine intervention. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Rolando McClain. Rolando McClain. First-round draft yes. pick of the Raiders. Top middle linebacker. Sean Lee goes down. We get Rolando McClain, right? For nothing. Nothing. Right. Jera goes over to him with some Jerry, some Jimmy Walker's blue label and gets him to want to play football again. <laughs> The blue label, the blue label scotch. If you don't know what it is, it's about three hundred. Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. I'm just see, laughing my ass off right now. I know what it is. See, see, see Scott, <laughs> that's how we roll down here in Texas. That's how we roll down here in Texas. Jared oh, I know. Away, the blue drink. It's the blue drink. It's, I'm telling you, it's the blue drink. So now McLean oh, stepping up, being the number one draft pick that he is. Oh, and by the way, let me drop a little nugget on you. Josh yes, Brent coming back. Do you remember Josh mm. Brent? I do. All pro, do. all pro lineman, all pro defensive lineman that killed his friend. Oh yeah, he's at the practice squad right now, and he's talking about coming back week nine. That's just gonna make our defense even better. Divine. I can't believe it. I, I can't believe that. Doubt. I mean, and I'll be straight with you, bro. It's not like y'all never had talent. It's just that the past few years, you've tend to get in your own damn way a lot. You know what I mean? Oh. Whether it's Jerry Jones being Jerry Jones or Tony Romo going Tony Romo and throwing the game away and ball away and everything else. Everything's coming. Everything's everything's playing out the way it's supposed to play out for a team as talented as your Cowboys. For example, oh. I'll, and, and, and dude, I'll point this out. I think the best move y'all made this past offseason was bringing in Scott Linehan's office coordinator because he's making y'all run the ball. He's making y'all hand the ball to DeMarco Murray, who, by the way, believe it or not, is a fucking MVP candidate. That's the way y'all should have gone. You guys got the offensive line, and that takes the pressure off the defense. And now you guys are, what, 6-1? and one? Something like that. 6-1. <laughs> like but here's, 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 here's what you don't understand. Here's what you don't understand. Okay. Right. Over the past several years, the problem with the coaching is that everybody placed everything on Garrett. Garrett, do this. Garrett, do that. Garrett, do this. Garrett, do that. No coach in the NFL does that. They always have an offensive coordinator and an offensive coordinator right. calling it, period. Let the coach be the coach. This year, they changed it up. Offensive coach, you be the offensive coach. Because guess what? Garrett, he's a quarterback. He likes to throw the ball. Okay, great. Okay, and then right. Stephen Jones Stephen Jones has the nerve to buck everybody and not go up to the big people to put up the offensive line because how did the Cowboys win all the Super Bowls? Running offensive lines. Right. Offensive line. Offensive line. Offensive line. They had the biggest <laughs> offensive line around. Right. Okay, if you have an offensive line, you can run, you can run, you can pass, you can do whatever. Have a possession. Emmitt Smith, Emmitt Smith made it because of his offensive line. That is true. DeMarco, I agree with that. DeMarco, DeMarco Murray, DeMarco <laughs> Murray is going to make it off his offensive line. Okay? He's finally got the ball. Yes. Everybody's like, oh, is he durable? Is he durable? Is he durable? The boy is 26 years old. That mf better be able to stay for a season. And he's in a contract year, so you know he's not going to get hurt. 
I'm telling you, Scott. Blue drink. Jesus is hey, I was going to ask you that question too. I'm glad you. I'm glad you said that because I was going to ask you if Demarco could hold up because he had what? How many carries he had so far? Over 200. 200 carries. Oh, 200. So far, 200? It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh Lord Jesus! We got it, to play play this week. Oh yeah, you got the Redskins Monday night, right? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we get a. Oh, speaking of Texas ah, football, shit, we get Colt McCoy coming back. Colt McCoy, come home to get your ass whooped because you didn't go to Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> That's your own fault. God. That's your oh own damn fault. You were a free agent. You should have known better than to go to the Redskins. <laughs> you should have known better. So you're going to come home like yeah. Kane and Abel. It's going to be like Kane that was Bible. Kane and Abel. Oh, Lord, you bring it way yeah. back. Yeah, he's coming back home to get spanked again. Oh my God! You can't, you can't leave us in Texas, baby. I'm on the drink. I'm on the drink right now. I'm all on the drink. Oh Lord! I wasn't before. Just so, say no. Let's, let's get, I'm kidding. Let's get back. Let's just get back to hold, hold on a second. Scott Linehan. Okay. Yes, Scott yes. Linehan on the offensive side is calling balanced offense because it's not That's true. that the play. It's not. It's not that the plays have changed. It's not that the plays have, yeah. the plays have not changed. They have not changed. <clears throat> what has changed is the miracle of Tony Romo getting hurt because now he has to rely on the run <laughs> to be effective because no longer can he run out there and have them 300-pound uh, uh, steak-eating big boys come down and tag his little ass. I'd be running too. <laughs> so you're saying the back operation – you say the backers was a blessing, a huge blessing in disguise for your beloved Cowboys this season. You are right on that purple drink too. Sip it up, brother. Sip it up. <laughs> Sip it up. I'll say Sip this. It up. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Think about it. If Tony Irma wouldn't have got hurt, he'd be scrambling around, doing everything he's doing, trying to make a last minute pass and throw it down the field all 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 Brett Favre like. Look here. <laughs> and I'm I, I'm gonna say it. Negro, please, you are not Brett Favre, okay? <laughs> Get back in the pocket. Uh-huh. Do your thing. Don't pass. Let the people run. Let your players. You got Des Bryant over there. Let him get double teamed and throw it to Witten. He's your favorite target anyway. And by the way, I think that's racist too. That Tony Romo favors Witten over Des Bryant. But we're not going to go. Oh, stop that. Come on. No. No. I'm telling you. I know you're bullshitting me, but no. (laughs) You know, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I know you're kidding. I know you're kidding. I thought it was funny, too. But I'm saying his his back injury, his back injury clearly, clearly changed how Garrett was going to have to run the offense this year, whether he got an offensive coordinator or not. It was just, he was a had to make decisions. It, it, and so everything's coming to, to play, but we got what um, unsigned rookie free agents playing defense. What in the hell? So the it's, it's, all, good, brother. it's all right there. It's all it's all good. But like I said, it's divine intervention that he got hurt. I mean, I thought he got hurt. Everybody questioned him. I'm like, yeah, you know, sometimes you know, man, God decides to tell you to sit your butt down. <laughs> Chill out and figure things out. He's done it to me many times. He goes, okay, Spencer, get your little ass down. 
She took her eyes down. Better chill out for a minute. <laughs> She's going too fast. That's oh, all he did. My God. So now That's Romo, now Romo yes. hands the ball off. Do you see Romo trying to make 15? He made one 15-yard run. Have you seen him run over five yards in the game? I can't I say I have. I haven't been watching Dallas as close as I did in the past, but I can't say that I've seen any highlights of him busting off long runs and shit like that. I, I hadn't seen that. I would, I would give you that. No. No. The brothers didn't stop running. He figured, he even figured it out. Hey, 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 hey. These big old linemen and defensive ends and all that, they're putting a whooping on me, and I'm getting hurt. Right. And and right. if he wants to win a Super Bowl, then win. So that's right. kind of how – that's kind of how that goes into play. And the defensive coordinator is doing the same. They don't really rush the ball. If you notice, they only have three, four-man fronts, really. It's all leaving the, the yep. defensive backs and everything to make plays. It's not, it's not like this is not rocket science. This is not, oh, 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 all of a sudden we're just going to rush everybody. No. Sure. You just have a sure. defensive line that's actually rested. They're rested versus the other team's offensive line because of time of possession. Mm-hmm. Dallas has one of the highest time of possessions this year. Yes. You know, yes. We, we, hold the ball, we hold the ball and run it. You have offensive time of possession. They get three and outs because the defense makes plays, which is unbelievable. And yeah. then you come down to it, okay, you're still scoring 20, 21, 30 points a game. Why do you think the defense has improved so much over last year? Do you think it's Rob Marinelli doing his thing with the bringing the cover two, the Tampa two in? Do you think it's just a change of just a change, overall change of philosophy or new attitude, or is it because Dallas is more balanced on offense and that takes pressure off the defense a little bit? Okay, okay. Down here in Dallas, we have a little talk show uh, called the G Bag Yes. Right. The shots fired. Right. So I'm going to explain all this in three parts. Okay, number one, defensive coordinator is great because it's a figurehead. He can take the, the brunt of anything when the defense sucks, right? B, right. they have all these players that have a chip on their shoulder because everybody told them they're not worth a piece of shit. You suck. You don't even need to be on the NFL team. You're going to be the worst defense ever, ever, ever. Yeah. And so all Marinelli did was put them in position to succeed. He said, look. I'm not going to be a rah-rah guy. I'm going to put you in position, make the play, yes. and then you're good. And so they've stepped up because they have a sense of, well, we really have nothing to lose. You know? Right. Like like when you're trying to talk to a girl, if you don't have anything to lose, you can say whatever you want to say and she'll find it funny. It's awesome. Yeah. Because remember, so the, the worst that, thing that she can say is no. <laughs> yeah, what, what's the worst thing? You've already told me I suck. Right? You already told me I was right. doing crap. I shouldn't even be on the field. I should be on a practice squad. And I make a few plays, all of a sudden I have confidence now. And you still say I suck, but we're now one of the better defenses. So that's galvanized that whole um, locker room <clears throat> on the defensive side is because they're a bunch of nobodies trying to be somebody. Right. And Kevin Hart right. does that well. Acting like he's a nobody <laughs> when he's acting somebody. Okay. Yeah. So. All right, it, it's all right, all right. That, yeah, it's one of those things that everybody looks at it and tries to figure out why is the defense so good. And 
No. The defense is good is because the offense holds the ball half the damn game, and then when they're out there, they only have to make two or three plays, right? So right. If, you have, if, you, if it comes to your side, you have to make two or three plays, that boosts your confidence. And then on top of that, all of a sudden, you don't have to do it all game. I guarantee you if that defense was out there more often, they would get beat. Just bottom line. Right. Right. Schemes and everything are, are good, but they really kind of don't disguise too much. Here's what we're going to do. We're so, in other words, it's good old-fashioned common sense. You know, run the balance, have balance attack on offense, take the pressure off your defense. Defense gains confidence. They have it. Yeah. Yeah. It's called divine intervention. God told <laughs> Dallas Cowboys <laughs> to sit down and shut up. God told the Cowboys to sit down and shut up. Jared caught it. Jared caught, Jared caught the, the Holy Spirit. He caught it because he didn't pick Johnny Manziel. Thank God. Thank God he didn't pick that bad boy. Speaking of Johnny Manziel, speaking of Johnny Manziel, is that true or is that an urban legend that Jerry Jones was literally about to hand the card to draft Johnny Manziel, but Stephen Jones snatched that shit out of his hands? Is that true or is that a legend? Rumor has it that that actually happened. But okay. honestly, if you think, okay, would you snatch something out your dad's hand? Uh, I know that, I would. No, no, what was that again? I'm sorry, I missed that. Sorry about that. I said, would you snatch something out your dad's hand? Yes, I would <laughs> if it was stupid. <laughs> okay, okay, you got points. But but it, it's yeah, been yeah. said that it's been said that, but Jera has slowly been turning over the operation to Steven with everybody without nobody knowing. So so the way mm. it seems down here is that Steven's making decisions and doing all that, but Jera is taking the heat when anything goes bad, but with that goes in turn that he takes the credit when everything goes good. Yeah. So he's taking the credit when everything's going good right now, even though He's not really making the flashy decisions, the flashy uh, acquisitions, all of that. But what Steven's doing is, you know, bottom line, Jerry wants to win. Mm. And he wants mm. to win now. So if all the things right. that Steven's doing is making Jerry win, which in turn is, yeah, Jerry is getting paid. It's ridiculous. Well, it's he's ridiculous. a great businessman. He's an awesome businessman. Oh. I mean, no one's going to outgive oh. his business acumen. Oh, no, uh-uh. He's great. He's a great businessman, but now all that's got to pay off because right now right. we as Dallas fans can't really go to the game. For a normal layman person, you're going to drop about, for three people to go, you're going to drop about 1500 to two grand to go to one game. Shit. Yeah. Tickets are starting at like three hundred, three hundred in the kind of nosebleed where you just watch. So you're paying three hundred dollars no, to watch. No way, dude. Three hundred bucks yes. for the nosebleed seat in Dallas. Look it up. Look it up. I will. Okay. <laughs> Look it up. I mean, it's ridiculous because I've seen like when you're closer to the uh, ground, seven hundred dollar ticket, seven hundred dollars for one seat. Call that wow. economics. I'll drink. I'll drink to that. That's so if I'm crazy. getting three hundred percent, if I'm getting three hundred percent return on my ticket, 
just so a Houston person can watch the game, you know what? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll take that $300 mark on a $700 ticket. Mm. It's become a. It's become well, a let me business. ask you this. Let me let me ask you this, man. Let me ask you. This. I, I'm being serious here for a minute. So, so basically, you seeing what's going on in Dallas, similar to similar to what's going going down in places like Arizona and New Orleans, where the children are starting to take control slowly from the dad. Like for example, yeah. like Michael Bidwell in, in in Arizona from Will Bidwell, uh, Katie. I think her, her last name is Blanco. I'm talking about New Orleans now. I forget her first name. She's slowly taking it over from Tom Benson, the owner Tom Benson. So right. I see Stephen Drew. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm Steve, seeing Stephen Jones take more of a visible leadership role, visible leadership role, which is great because he knows what the hell he's doing. I think, and. Um, yeah. You know, and, and and I like that. I think that's good for y'all's future, and I and and that's that's great for y'all. But let me ask you this, man. And I and I, and I want to bring this to view to listeners right quick. You're a native of the Kansas City area, right? <laughs> yes, I am. Why aren't you a Chiefs fan? Why am I? I'm not a Chiefs fan. I'm yeah. glad you asked me that. Growing up, oh. I was not – I've never been a Chiefs fan. I've always been a Cowboys fan ever since I was small. It got passed down okay. just from family and all that. So we've always been Cowboys fans. We've never really been Chiefs fans. Okay. So that's just where that went. So we've always been Cowboys. We've watched the Chiefs. We've been to Arrowhead. Arrowhead's great. It's awesome. But there's nothing – it's always been that mystique. I think it was the Landry uh, aura. Where you could just walk in, okay. everything's bigger. Everything's bigger <clears throat> in Texas. We do things our way. We do things all that. Whereas in Kansas City, in some respects, there are a lot of followers. So you have a lot of have and have nots, right? Where in Texas, you know, you can you can come from nothing and be something, right? Because of the market. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of looked at the the symbol symbol of the Dallas Cowboys. So yeah. you know. Uh, just like I've never been like a Royals fan, never really liked baseball, but it's it's just right. something that okay. I've never, you know. I mean, we go to the Royals, and, and then later on, as it got on into play, you know, you run into the Derek Thomases and all that stuff, and it was just ridiculous. Right. So yeah, so that's right. why I mean, I mean, that's why I'm not a, a, you know, like right now I'm happy the Royals are in the World Series. Does it? Do I watch anything? Any of it? I don't really watch any. I watch the highlights. But you know, not have anyone else for that matter. <laughs> According to yeah. the ratings, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, uh, okay. I mean, I like it because Kansas City represents a small person going against big corporate and and, and I mean corporations, right? The small people can right. make it, but they have to make they have to manufacture a win. Whereas if you walk into a situation and you already know you're the shit, you don't have to worry about people questioning if you're the shit. And that's what the mm-hmm. Cowboys have always been. We walk in there and we know we're the shit. It's all good. And I'm not saying we as I'm part of the Cowboys organization, but just the of thought course. of going in and saying that, hey, I'm worth over $100 billion or however much they're worth. You're going to fear mm-hmm. me because you know we're bringing the top talent. You're going to do that. So that kind of helped me deal with a lot of things growing up. So I was like, hey, if I'm going to be the best, I'm going to be the best, period. So mm-hmm. – that that goes that goes into my uh, 
cowboy mythology. And then once I came to Texas and I started living in Texas, as well as Austin and Dallas, it just transferred. So, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> Speaking of Austin, I'm glad you said it. It's, it's an interesting segue. I like what you did there. Speaking of Austin, Thank let's you go much. to the Thank other side of the spectrum. Just to go to the other side of the spectrum, you're very welcome, and talk <laughs> about your Longhorns. Let's talk about your Longhorns from there, brother. Now, this is a transition year. This is, of course, Charlie Strong's first year. The brother is trying to, like, put his imprint on the team, on, on, like, on, on the program. I, I think he's going to succeed when he's given the, if he's given the chance, which I hope that he, that he will, because I've seen what he did at Louisville for all those years, building the Louisville to what it is now. And so you figure with the fertile area, recruiting area that's all of Texas, and he still has a pipeline in Florida, um, he, I think he'll do well. But at the same time, I think the Longhorns football has been trending down the past couple of years, and it's obviously not all Charlie Strong's fault, um, I, you know, because Matt Brown had a lot to do with that as well. But what in your mind is going on this year? I mean, they're like, I think, what, they're, they're three and three, the Longhorns? Am I right about that? Uh, something like that. Okay, so. Um, basically, here's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Good, good old boys club is going on in Texas, okay? All right. You know that, you know that, and I know that. Texas is ran by big boosters, white boosters, I'm not gonna say black boosters aren't given, but but the majority of the boosters that are calling for it, they want a splash because they've been on the blue drink too. Right. Okay. We're used to winning. We're used to winning. We're used to winning. Meanwhile, everybody in Austin knows they're running amok. They do whatever they want to do. So if you don't have laser focus to do whatever you want to do, <clears throat> up in the club, drunk driving, running around, you see what Charlie Strong had to do. He had to come in and say, look. I'm going to tell you this once. So, fuck up. Don't be doing that. They go out and they and they mess up. And so he's dismissed a lot of the recruits because they're very social. They're out drinking. Texas will give them whatever they want. Kind of like, oh, like, oh, you know, like North Carolina and classes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> okay. That's another stuff another time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like North Carolina. Right. Okay, you're on the you're on the football team. You're bringing in the 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 uh, fan the fan base and the university over a hundred million dollars a year mm-hmm. in revenue. A hundred million dollars in revenue will allow me to overlook the fact that little Johnny was out drinking and got drunk and ran into somebody, and that's acceptable. So, and plus, Mac Brown is so nice that he'd be like, oh, he'll get better. It'll be better. Even though you have all the top recruits, you can't get the results that you're wanting. So, mm. income, and so it was very, very wise of the AD at Texas to bring in a disciplinarian. And by the way, he's taking a no-name defense into one of the better defenses in the country. It's just that the offense has to catch up. Right. Okay. The defense has so done well because against Baylor, it didn't really yeah. show up late on the scoreboard, but you guys did a hell of a job staying in the game with Baylor because, I mean, your defense balled out. You guys balled out against uh, Oklahoma as well. But go ahead. Sorry about That's that. What, I just want to yeah. comment yeah. on the defense. Oh, no. 
Yeah, that's what I'm pointing out. I'm pointing out you took a subpar defense from last year, <clears throat> and in one year after dismissing dismissing your scholar athletes, are actually improving the defense to run with everybody in. Okay, people don't understand mm-hmm. that Texas is Texas. Every kid in Texas more than likely wants to go to Texas. They want to play in the big stadium. They want to play in the limelight. Hell, half the stadiums down here are more uh, high school football is bigger than college football in some of the places. For instance, we'll just look at Kansas. Kansas still has a track around its football stadium. South Lake, Texas, in their football stadium during the uh, Super Bowl, their stadium housed the NFL Super Bowl people. So you're talking about a $2 million stadium for a high school. So Charlie Strong will get into recruiting the Texas athletes, but what I think the big thing is is that he's going to bring a lot of Florida athletes up here too. That will get tired of all the, you know, everybody's SEC the biggest, SEC the biggest. No, they're not really. So, in my opinion, they will give him at least another year before they start calling for his head because they're so used to winning and so used to spoiled. Like if you give a kid a piece of candy every day for a week and then you stop giving it on Monday of the next week, what's he going to do? Start crying because he's expecting a piece of candy. So that's why I think, you know, the University of Texas is headed in the right direction. There's discipline down there. All of my friends down there are still um, very impressed with Charlie Strong. He's done the PR work that he needs to do to stay on the uh, Longhorn Network. Everybody was wondering about that. Will he do the press? Will he do this? Will he do that? Well, he's done it all and has improved the team, and the quarterback is getting more confidence. So this could be a dangerous team once all the pieces fall together and you start getting some of his recruits that he recruited, not Mac Brown. Now, I'm not speaking bad about Mac Brown. Great recruiter, five-star, cross Texas, awesome. But they don't fit his system. So once he gets his system in place, then, Texas should be back. Hello? You there? Technical difficulties. Hey, Spencer, everybody? Okay, I'm here now, yeah. All right, are you there? Are you on that drink? 
You haven't been drinking the purple drink, haven't you? I I haven't. I I promise you I haven't. <laughs> Come on, Scott. Not yet, anyway. Come into the Jimmy? flock, baby. We'll welcome you. We'll, we'll welcome you. <laughs> wide open arms. Come into oh the flock. Oh my God. I, I don't know what's going on tonight, dude. At Texas maybe, football. Maybe maybe it's the uh, maybe it's the Cowboys uh, curse that's that's cursing me tonight. I I don't know what it is, but. Uh, because Charlie Strong has been blessed by the man above as well to dismiss all these heathen and Philistines off the team. <laughs> so now he's oh bringing in God-fearing, God-loving, men of honor, Texas Longhorns. And, and, and oh. this is despite 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 the big time boosters that are trying to stop him. And, and I'm gonna get in a race. I ain't even gonna get in a race about the boosters against Charlie Strong. Oh yeah, okay, speaking of which let, let, let me add, let, let me touch on that for a minute. So you remember what Red McComb said about uh thinking Charlie Strong make a quote great the physical coordinator but not a head coach. Uh that'd be honest yeah. with you, man. At first, I was like, "This racist mother bleeper," <laughs> you know. He he just, I mean, what, like, like, what the fuck does he know? And then I was thinking, well, maybe, well, maybe, maybe, maybe he since he wanted John Gruden from the flight from the jump, maybe he, it was just his hubris talking. Maybe it was just just ego. Maybe it's just vanity coming out. Nah, I, but, I'm, I'm about to go. I'm about to go Kanye West on him, man. Red McCombs uh-oh. don't like black people. That dude out in uh, L.A. He likes black people to work for him, but he want to be around. Wow! And that's a joke. That's a joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> Mr. Yeah, McCombs is, awesome. is a great dude. What he wants yes. is, I'm telling you, I'm telling you down here, Jera. I hate to say this, has created such an atmosphere that you have to have a splash as a coach. You have to have a splash as a quarterback. You have to splash that is so big that everybody thinks that everybody has to make all these big moves. When all it takes, keep it simple, stupid. The kiss principle. Yeah, kiss me all day. I'll come out happy with a smile. Keep it simple, <laughs> stupid. Cowboys. <laughs> Cowboys came oh in. Oh my god. They kiss uh, the simple, stupid. Got some coordinators. Okay, McCombs yes. was like, I want a big, I want a big name. I want a job. Okay, first of all, I understand you can pay him because your program pays you like that. Mm-hmm. Putting your programs out of control, and John Gruden saw that. That he saw a football team that did not really want to play football. What they want to do is come mm-hmm. out here and say, we are Texas, and we're going to whoop your ass. Guess what? Not going to happen. If you don't put in the work, you're not going to get the reward. Right. Period. Period. If you don't put in the work, you'll never. And that's in life. 
that's in life and everything, right? If, if you don't put mm-hmm. in the work, you can't take advantage of the opportunity when it comes, right? Right. Nothing ever is given to us. Nothing ever is and nothing's been given to you. Okay, I've had a lot of things given to me before, but not like without working for it. So mm-hmm. with the hiring of Charlie Strong, that falls in line with the AD thought. Let's turn these bunch of football players walking around wearing pink tutus <laughs> into football players. Mm-hmm. Look, look here, neck machine. Look here, bench press. Look here, morals. Look here, go to class. All the things that normal people deal with. But since they think they play football at a major program, that they don't have to do it. Shout out to North Carolina, by the way, again. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I feel like we will just love those references. <laughs> That's why I keep pointing out. Shout out Carolina. Shout out North Carolina. Okay. Okay, Roy, you didn't know anything of academic fraud with your kids? Come on, man. You dude, that's another, dude, you know, that's another podcast for another time. I don't buy that. Yeah. For the record, I don't buy that bullshit either. So. For the, uh. for the record, that's, that's, why, that's why KU said bye-bye, because you got to go to class. They make them go to class in Kansas. So like I got to say, I'm from Kansas, and I love KU basketball. But, you know, okay, we'll divert back to UT. They wanted a splashiness to be like the Jaros of the world, because Baylor was coming up. And so was A and M, right? Because Not they have a coach. And well, okay, okay. Hey, let's get this straight. Uh-oh. Baylor, A and M, and TCU will never be Texas. Period. Period. Point blank. I agree with that. These these are the run of the mill because Texas had some bad recruiting classes over the last couple of years because they got all sprung on McCoy. And bent, right? So they had all mm-hmm. that stuff, but then their quarterbacks that they brought in, they brought in, you know, quarterbacks that they thought they were going to be good. David Ash out, concussion. Uh, the previous one before him transferred to SMU sucked. Um, okay, what's going on? That goes into your scouting. So Texas has got so complacent on their scouting that they thought that they could pick a recruit based on somebody else's recommendation instead of going out and looking at them. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. So now, now, Charlie Strong and his staff are actually looking at the recruits. Do I bring in this dude? Everybody says he's a five-star, but he practices like a three-star. Mm-hmm. For instance, they said he's a five-star. We'll go ahead and take him because he's the best detective. No, I don't think so. We'll pick a kid that's going to mm-hmm. work harder works smarter, that has a chip on his shoulder, kind of like the Cowboys' defense. I don't mean to go back to that, but uh, God loves the Cowboys. No, that's all right. And, uh, <laughs> so it's, it's your world, bro. I'm just a squirrel. <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> so now the University of Texas has embraced – well, the AD has embraced what Charlie Strong is. He's the one that brought him here, mm-hmm. right? Right. He's the one that made the call. He said we need a strong person to build ethics and to get the program back to where it was. Bottom line. Bottom line. Right. And and that's what he's done. That's what he's done. And uh, by the way, all you A and M fans out there, okay, swallow the fact. Let's hope A and M. Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, swallow the fact that you suck, A&M. You will never beat Texas. You will never beat Texas. Okay, great. Tomlin or whoever it is, whatever. You will never beat Texas. You had Johnny Menzel, Luke, running around, ad hocking plays, everything else. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. You went to the SEC. You went to the SEC to avoid being Texas's stepchild again and again and again because ultimately you are the Texas stepchild. Okay, and shout out to Baylor because you suck too. There's no way you'll be able to be Texas. I'm glad you built that new stadium, but you guys still suck. Okay, two good years, blah 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 blah. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Oh man. Okay. That's great. Yeah, Baylor built their Baylor built their stadium on a river, like it's the it's the Mississippi River. I'm not. It looks like the Mississippi River. It's like it's like a it's like a creek. They built their stadium on a creek. <laughs> a creek. A that creek. looks like a beautiful looks stadium, like, though. though. <laughs> I don't know. It's got crawdads. It's got crawdads, and everybody's voting up. I'm like, come on, man. Does your stadium seat 105,000? No. No. Okay. You've beaten Texas the last couple of years. We finally got a coach that's going to straighten things up, and you want to do all this stuff. Okay. Do it for 20 years. And then, and then come and talk to me about that. And I'm, not, I'm just saying because I'm a Longhorn fan, but do it for 20 years. Sustain it. It's only been maybe two or three. And they're still not getting the five-star recruits. Some of them, guess what? These kids out here, they're going to Oklahoma. Turncoats. Going to Oklahoma. So let me ask you this. So, despite the success that the AM has had since they've been in the SEC, um, since they've pretty much, some would say, escaped Texas' shadow, some say was fed up with Texas doing this thing in the Big 12 with the Longhorn Network, do you think that, do you, so, do you, do you, so, so, so let me ask you, Texas resident for several years, or decades, actually, should, yeah. is the state of Texas, Still a Longhorn state, or is it half and half Longhorn and the and Aggie, the Aggie land? It 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 is three fourths Texas with letting A and M and Baylor do the other fourth. As being in Texas, as living in Austin, standing several of my friends that have kids that grew up in Texas. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact. Uh, shout, shout out to my friend that went to Oklahoma and he plays in Oklahoma, but I ain't going to mention his name because he turned coat and went to Oklahoma because he couldn't get a Texas scholarship, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, number, number one, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, University of Texas is God's team too, just like the Cowboys. Everybody want to be Texas. So down here, <clears throat> the recruits are taking a wait-and-see case right now. Are they getting better okay. the first year? Are they getting better the first year? We're keeping our minds open. We're keeping it open. We're keeping it open. Okay. Oh, they're actually doing better. Oh, I know I don't want to go there because I can't go drink. I mean, mm-hmm. right? So they're understanding what the right. culture is right now. So now all the all of the recruits are looking at it like that, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and then – after the season's all said and done, then they'll be like, oh, Texas is back on the rise. Look at their defense. Their defense is getting tremendously better. I can contribute to that defense, and I'm in a major program. Second, mm-hmm. offenses. Oh, 
oh, I'm a five-star wide right receiver, and the quarterback is throwing, but now he's running more? Okay, that might go against you, but the bottom line is the quarterback can get you the ball if you get open. Right. A&M quarterback can't. They're, they're, I mean, people are running simple schemes, simple schemes against A&M and dogging them out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Case in point. Yes, sir. Offensive. Yep. Offensive gotten. Offense has gotten better. Now they let his big ass loose, so he can run. Right. <laughs> so now they're looking at him yeah. like Texas. Texas up here. I mean, what is he like? Two hundred thirty pounds or something? Something like that. I don't know. The guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And he can throw the ball with touch. So now everybody is kind of like the feel in Texas, like, uh oh. Okay. We see what Charlie's doing. Let him do it. All except for the boosters. All except for the boosters. Mm-hmm. We want to win now. Well, guess what? You, you need two years at least to do something. You can't turn anything around in one year without your own recruit. So, no, Texas is not A&M. No, Texas is not Baylor. Texas is Texas. Okay, if you want to go into engineering and you want to go into the military, go to A and M. Great, good on you. Have fun with that. If you want to be a nurse, go to Baylor. You'll be the best nurse in the world, including guys. You'll be the best guy nurse I've ever seen in my entire life. Not that being a guy nurse is bad, but still. Oh, of course not. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. You plus you get to talk to hot women too in hospitals. Uh, 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 well, you know, yeah, so. you, you know, you. Need, Hey, you, you can get the bedpans and stuff done by nine o'clock. Uh-huh. <laughs> you get the bed get the bedpans done by nine o'clock and shoot Ebola dead in the face. But that's what I'm just saying. Ebola attacked me last week and I shot it in the face and it, it left me alone. Oh no, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like and like my girlfriend Trisha said, he goes, "You're yeah. not qualified. You're not qualified to talk about Ebola if you talk about it the Ebola, like the sugars." Okay, it's not the oh. it's, it's diabetes, okay? Okay, it's not yeah. the Ebola. <laughs> you talk about it, you don't even be talking, okay? So, oh, God. Let me ask you one, one more question, bro. Let me ask you one, one more question, bro. Uh, and I'm, and I'm not going to keep it much longer. i got a few minutes, but... Okay. Just, yeah, just, to, just to dispel, the, well, not to dispel, but basically to see the Texas A&M, Texas and Texas A&M dynamic, or rivalry, if you will, it's similar to, you know, because you knew I grew up in North Carolina, right? So it's similar to UNC and the AC State dynamic where State cares a hell, hell of a lot more about UNC than the other way around. In fact, UNC cares more about Duke than they do about AC State. So is it, so is the A&M and, and Longhorn dynamic as such that you guys care more about Oklahoma, a whole hell of a lot more do you care about A&M? Yes. That's we don't thought. care about A&M. Nobody cares about A&M. Nobody, nobody's like, what? No, uh-uh. And, and who? A and my little brother? A and my little brother trying to take my girlfriend? And what? He, hold on, hold on, hold on. You yeah. know I'm dating a cheerleader. You know, you know, you know here's, here's Texas's example. Texas, you know I'm dating a cheerleader, right? Well, A&M yeah. comes in and says, you know, you know I'm dating a freshman cheerleader. 
Oh, I didn't know they had questions to me. That's sad. That's sad. Oh my! When you're dating some of your Texas, you you date a cheerleader, you know you're dating a cheerleader. A and M, they're dating something like a cheerleader. Honey Boo Boo, I guess, right? Ah, Honey Boo Boo in a cheerleader's outfit on Halloween. That's yeah. I'm blind. I'm blind. My mind is fucked up. I'm blind. I'm just thinking that picture in my mind. Anyway, yeah, you can't get up. I'm telling you, some visuals you can't get out your mind. And the women yeah. that Texas A&M people date, you can't get their visual out your mind. They're like, fuck, are you bringing to this table? I got to eat. I'm trying to eat. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. God damn. I, I, I can't eat I I with this in front of me. I, I can't eat with this, what's in front of me. <laughs> no, I'm sick now. Anyway, on that note, if, uh, Mr. Real Man, thank you so much. Sorry about the technical difficulties and everything. Thanks for hanging in there, bro. And we got to do hey. this shit again. You know that, right? Hey. Oh, yeah, definitely. No doubt. One last shout out. Yes, sir. Drink. Drink the blue drink. And oh, Texas, there, it's God's team. It's God's team. Oh, my Praise God. be to God. I'm telling you. Well, how about I pray so for you and your, so your minions? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it like Jira. I'm gonna say it like Jira real quick. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, what uh, what we're gonna do uh, is uh, go Cowboys. <laughs> that's that's all. That's all you need to hear. Oh my go God! It's good enough for me, brother. I probably pray right, right, for my tribe, but uh, oh hi man. Hey, tell, hey, tell Trish. Hey, hey, tell Trish. I said hello, will you? I will do. It's gonna be good to see her tomorrow. She got her wisdom teeth yes, out. Sir. I mean, I have women, I have women losing teeth all over the place. Almost pulling their own teeth out. Trish is getting her wisdom teeth out, man. I'm telling you. Oh God. Seen, I, I mean, I'm telling you, I got teeth everywhere, and the uh, tooth fairy is not very happy right now because the tooth fairy is broke. Okay. Okay. Since when? <laughs> since when? Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. telling you. Since when did when does when does a Michael Kors bag? For all you who don't know, Michael Kors is at least four or five hundred dollars. Be the bag for wisdom teeth getting taken uh, out. I never, knew, I never knew a tooth fairy like that. All I had was quarters. All I got was quarters underneath my pillow. I, I just had dimes, bro. Sometimes yeah, I, didn't, I didn't, usually dimes and nickels. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get a Michael Kors. And and who the hell is Michael Kors anyway? And why am I paying this much more? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't Welcome to having a woman in your life, brother. But she's well worth it. Trish is a yeah, good gal. Well Trish is a good gal, yeah. so it's all she good. She is well worth it. She is well, well worth it. And I'm paying a price. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro. Take care, man. Love is a proper drug. Love is a proper drug. Go Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> That's my man, Spencer. Oh, that was great. That was entertaining. I laughed my ass off the entire time. I just... A little bit pissed off that we had all the technical difficulties. Maybe because it's the Cowboys curse. Maybe it's because maybe we're talking about God a lot. Maybe it was because God punished me for talking all this Cowboy crap. But anyway, plus is, plus, I'm giving plus what plus is due. Dodge is doing the damn thing so far this year. I can't deny that. And I think things going to get better for Texas. A lot better for the Texas Longhorns in the upcoming seasons. As long as they, they allow Charlie Strong, when I say they, I mean the boosters, allow Charlie Strong to do his thing. Like it's in Louisville. But anyway, thank you all for tuning in. 
Thank you for hanging in with all the technical difficulties. I had a lot of fun. I hope you all did too. This is Scott Bush, the Decline Hour. Signing off. 06. Peace out. Good night. <laughs>